And, you know, the pendulum swings, right? So the more that people move toward automation, the more there will be that deep desire for true connection and real authenticity. I mean, how many of us have just cursed that we're on hold with an automated call center and just like pushed zero, zero, zero. Like, please get me to an operator. Please get me to a human. Like, I don't even care what language they're speaking. (laughs) I just want to have a human. You know, people want to hear from real voices. And I do think people can tell. You can tell. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the show. So happy to have you with me today as always. And I've got another great episode for you. Today, I've got Anna Powers back. She was recently on the show, and I said that day, I said, you need to be a series regular co-host, and here she's back. But we are going to talk about her work today. Last time she was on the show, just very recently, I'll put the link in the show notes to that episode, we took a radical departure from talking about her work. We really talked about managing it all and moms, especially managing children and running a company and all the things was such a great conversation. I think if you did not get a chance to hear it, you would really enjoy the conversation. But today she's back to talk about her work. And the reason I had her come back on right now is because she is about to launch her free training. She is a copywriter and she teaches people how to write conversion copy. And that's a real important piece of the mix here, conversion. And there's probably a lot of thoughts around copywriting and writing right now because of AI. And we touch on this. We touch on this in the conversation. And you might be thinking right now, well, I'm not a copywriter. There's still so much value in this episode that I don't want you to miss. And the truth is, maybe you have a daughter or a friend or a cousin or a coworker. Maybe you want to have a little side gig. And we talk about that in this episode as well, how all the possibilities that you have in growing a side income or a full-time income as a conversion copywriter, if you like to write. Her free training is amazing. I've seen the whole thing and I know you have nothing to lose by joining it. I'm going to put the link in the show notes for that training for you to get signed up. It's phenomenal. Let me tell you a little bit about Anna. Anna Powers is a conversion copywriter and online business mentor who helps her clients get paid to write copy through her Clickworthy copywriting certification. Now, I hire my copywriters from her students that have been certified, just so you know. A former civil litigator, Anna now uses her background of analysis and strategy to support seven and eight figure business owners with their messaging and to train and certify copywriters so they can build thriving online businesses. Past clients' results include a $4.4 million launch, quadrupling email open rates, and doubling annual revenue. You can find Anna online at sarahannapowers.com. And I'm going to put that link in the show notes. So you'll have the link to sign up for the free training. It's coming up very, very quickly. So make sure you click that link and check that out. All the social media places, the website, all the ways that you can find Anna. And then I'll also post a link to our last conversation here on the Captivate the Room podcast. You really will get so much out of this conversation, even if you are not a writer. I'm not a writer. I mentioned to Anna that I was working on writing my book. I'm trying to finish it up. 
And it's the hardest thing I've ever done. We talk about the difference in book writing and copywriting and all the things. So I know you're going to love hearing from her. She's just an absolute delight. And the thing that I, the reason I bring Anna on, she adds value to you for sure. But one of the things that I love so much about her, and I think this is very important, she really walks her talk as far as integrity and values and honoring her word. And that's very important to me. We are living in a time right now where buyer trust is at an all-time low. And I did a big research study on this last year. I'm still collecting data on it. But the reason that buyer trust is at an all-time low is because people are saying things that they can't back up. They're saying things, they're making promises based on things that are not quantifiable. It's a huge problem, and I'm seeing things in the data that I've never seen in my whole career. I don't ever have to worry about that with Anna. I'm always very careful about who I bring on the show. I'm always very careful who I promote, and I wouldn't have any qualms promoting Anna. Plus, she's just a delight, and she's a lot of fun. I think you're going to love hearing from her. Let's head on over to the show. Anna, welcome to the show. I'm so glad to see you back. Tracy, I'm so excited to be back. Listen, the last time you were here, which was a couple of months ago, I believe, maybe a little longer, I was saying, I think you need to be a series regular and I wasn't kidding. Yay, woohoo. (laughs) No, it's an honor. I think so highly of your work and just what you do, the authenticity of what you create, that it's a privilege to be able to come back on and share. Well, I always enjoy having you. And we, listeners, if you haven't listened to the episode that I did with Anna, it recently came out right at the top of the year. And it was not our typical conversation. Anna's been on the show. Now that was the second time. So this is the third time. I'm going to, I'll put all the links. We, We really talked about different things in the early January episode, but we're going to pivot back to some really powerful conversation around Anna's work today. She, well, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and then we're going to dive into something that I think is probably on everybody's mind in one way or another. So Anna, I know many of the listeners know who you are, but go ahead and give us that little intro that you do so that for those of you that haven't met Anna, you are in for a treat. Oh, thank you. So my name is Anna Powers and I am a conversion copywriter. I also founded a program called the Clickworthy Copywriting Certification. And so what I teach is I help people take their words and learn how to create a profitable career by writing high converting copy. And copywriting spelled with a W-R-I-T-I-N-G, copywriting is my basic definition for it is words that sell. Because I still have two law licenses and I have a background as a practicing attorney, whenever I say the word copyright, people are usually thinking copyright, R-I-G-H-T, which is the protection of intellectual property. So that's not what we're teaching in the certification. I am not an IP lawyer, have never been that. I was a litigator, really you know, defended businesses. But they do somewhat go hand in hand. And some of what we'll talk about with one of the topics I know we're going to hit on is the intersection between copywriting, like W-R-I-T-I-N-G, what we teach and copyright and intellectually, yeah, the, the protection of your intellectual property. But really, I help people write messages that sell. And I love what I get to do for many reasons. But one of the big ones is that it's a profession that allows you to use both your logical, analytical side of your brain and create these persuasive arguments and back up and bolster your arguments and really have evidence to support what you're saying. But it also lets you tap into your creativity and really create stories and go out of the box. Because when I was practicing as an attorney, I loved the analytical, logical side of that. I really like, I love feeling like I'm putting a puzzle together in a way that makes sense. But what I didn't love is that I had to really stifle down that creative side because you have to write in a very formal way. You have to capitalize the word court, even in all of your filings. You know, you just, you have to follow the specific formula for that profession versus in copywriting. It's almost like you get to make the rules. And what you're really looking to do is write 
not just in the client's voice, but in the voice that will appeal to the ideal clients of the client. Yeah, it's definitely a skill, but it's a skill that people can learn. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I always say if you like writing and you like learning, then you can learn to master the art and the skill of copywriting. It's not something that I would recommend people do if they don't like writing. Like if you're someone who just, I do not like to write. I don't really enjoy reading. I mean, I know people who don't enjoy reading. The only way mm-hmm. they'll read a book in quotations is by listening to the audiobook. Mm-hmm. If that's you, I would say copywriting is probably not going to be for you. So I wouldn't say that it's something that anybody could become great at. But I do think that because there really are formulas and frameworks that you can tap into, if you're someone who enjoys the process of writing, you have the potential to, if you're willing to put the time and the energy in to focus on mastering those frameworks, you have the potential to become a great copywriter. I love that. And it is definitely not a skill for me. It is not a skill for me to learn. (laughs) It is a thing for me to hire your people. You and your people, awesome. which is what I do, too. <laughs> which is what I do. And the listeners have heard me talk about, and it's totally different, but writing my book. Yes. I am not a writer. And this has been the hardest thing I have ever tried to do in my entire life. Well, can I say a word about that? Please. Writing a book and writing effective copy. Those are totally actually two- different. Two very different skill sets. And I learned that because actually I have a good friend who's a one of the top ghostwriters. And we met in a mastermind that I was in before I quit practicing law. And when I was thinking about, you know, I had been doing my copywriting business on the side of my law practice. And at the time that I left my law practice, my copywriting business was bringing in, no joke, seven times the income that my law practice was bringing in. Now, At the time that I left, I had gone for the last like three months, four months. The last four months that I practiced law, I was only practicing three days a week because I had negotiated, you know, a a partial work week for myself. So it was, you know, seven X from copywriting what I was making for those three days a week of law. And I was like, well, at this point, it's kind of silly for me to be staying in this job. But I was still... (laughs) I wasn't married at the time. I had a mortgage to pay. You know, I was still very nervous about letting go mm-hmm. of my profession as an attorney or my job as an attorney because obviously I worked really hard to get that job and went through a ton of school and enjoyed it in many ways. So I called my friend who was a ghostwriter because he had made that transition. He was also an attorney and he ended up hiring me for a little bit more than the law office was paying me for those three days a week to work two days a week, I think it was, or it might've been three. It was like to work a similar amount of time for him, helping him with one of his ghostwriting projects. Hmm. And it was a four month contract. And he offered it to me on the spot, which we were laughing because I did not call him for a job. I called him for advice as a friend, but it just so ended up that he had a project that he needed help with. I was in this transition phase And getting that gig with him gave me the confidence because I knew then, okay, that set base that pays my mortgage and my basic living expenses is definitely coming in for the next four months. Because that was always my fear with copywriting is, yes, I'm making this much now, but will it continue? You know, will it it stay? Because it's so different to own a business than to be employed. But I found in the process of working with him, while I absolutely loved the project and the book that we worked on ended up hitting Wall Street Journal bestseller. So it was a hugely successful book. It was exhausting for me. And I loved the subject of the book. I loved the people that I was getting to talk to, to interview. I mean, I loved the work. It was not like a dud project by any means. It was an awesome project, but it was so draining to me. And I realized that writing a book because it's a, big piece of work that stretches out over pages in time, contrasted with copy, which is generally like you're trying to be as concise as possible. And you're trying to distill a huge message into the most simple framework that you can. You're trying to almost dumb everything down and make it so that a third grader could understand it. And I really like that because I find that challenging, actually. You can tell I talk a lot. I use a lot of words. So it's challenging for me to distill it down. But I like that challenge. And that is more fulfilling to me than actually stretching out the message to fill a whole book. 
Yeah, I can't even remember when I'm in chapter three. I'm like, what was I even talking about? Chapter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this 30 year body of work. But there's a strategy to it. And I think that's one of the really important things about the work that you do. You're very successful at what you do. And the people you train are very successful because there is, I don't know, do you call it a strategy? Do you call it a framework? Do you call it a methodology? But there is, we can't just write words down and they convert. There's a lot to it, right, Anna? Yeah, there's a structure and there's a framework. And there are also different mediums. So the way that you're going to set up, for example, a sales page, it's going to have a certain number of sections in a certain order. And then how you might set up a sales email, it's not going to have as many sections and it's going to have a slightly different order. And you're going to write different kinds of sales emails and some will be longer and some will be shorter. So we teach in our program a number of different styles of emails. So there's a structure and there's somewhat of a formula. And that's one thing that we teach in the certification. We call that, that falls under our skills bucket. Mm. But then there's also having tools. So having templates and swipe files so that you can see examples of what has worked. And also having frameworks to follow when you're writing. Frameworks to follow before you start writing. For example, we have an entire module called the Gain Copy Research Blueprint. And it's our whole formula on how you do the research before you start writing. So we teach you how to get the right client and pre-qualify them and make sure that the services you're offering are going to be a right fit for them. Because that's a huge pain point if you're signing on people who you really shouldn't have signed on because it wasn't a match. And there are things that if you're just starting out as a copywriter, you're not going to even know to look out for until you know, to look out for them, <laughs> right? So yeah. it's getting the right client, asking that client the right questions, which is the A of the gain, interviewing the client's clients, which most copywriters don't do, which blows my mind. But so many copywriters, they interview the client that they're writing for, but they mm-hmm. don't take the time to ask that client to connect them with their ideal clients and their Uh audience members and their past successful students. So we have a whole framework for how you get your client to facilitate those connections and what specific questions you ask to their best students and clients. Because those are the people that you're going to be actually appealing to with your message. So that's the I, the gain, get the right client, ask the right questions, interview the client's clients. And then the N is narrow down the messaging themes. Because we actually have our students interview between four and 10 of their clients' clients before they start a project. And then you're looking at the answers to those interview questions and you're pulling out what are people saying over and over again? What are the common themes? Because guaranteed what you think is important to highlight as the copywriter and even what your client thinks is important to highlight as the person who created the program is almost always different than what the students who are benefiting the most have found to be the things that should be highlighted. So that's just one example of a tool that we give our clients to be able to write copy easily. And we've had clients say like, oh, I did the game copy research blueprint. And it was like the copy just wrote itself because they have the words from the people that they need to appeal to. And then the third area that we support students with in the certification is principles. And that is so important because you need to be able to adapt any piece of copy for any client in any industry, in any niche. And if you're only relying on a framework that someone else has given you, you're going to hit a wall at some point and you're going to run up against a limitation. But if you understand the principles of why the sales page works when you put the sections in this order, which are things like human psychology, buying triggers, you know, looking at how reciprocity affects people, how social proof affects people, how people get more results when they're tapping into commitment and consistency and knowing how to weave those things into your copy and understanding how to ethically shift a belief. 
all those things are going to help you create copy for any client in any niche, even if you haven't been given a specific framework for the kind of copy that client wants you to create. Did that all make sense? That's a lot of words. No, it really does. And the thing about it that I was thinking about as you were talking is I've been through the process with one of your people. Yeah. Maybe more than one, but I know I've been through that process multiple times with one of your copywriters and it's very thorough. It's not exhausting. It's not laborious, but it is, it is full on Mm -hmm. thorough in a really great way. And that's got to be part of the secret sauce of how you turn out people that really are good. And I know that all of your people are really good. I think they all probably have a little bit their own unique style in their writing yeah. because you're not turning them into cookie cutters. No, they're not keeping at all. their they're keeping their own style. But I'll tell you something that I think is really valuable about your program. Now, I don't understand the nuances of the framework and those kinds of things. I just know it works. But something that I think is really important, and I've always thought it was important, but I think as buyer trust based on my research is basically decimated based on the research that I've done, I think it's important when we sell things to, how do I even want to say it? I want to say that we sell things that are truly going to get the results And I know that your program, your where I'm getting to, Anna, is you don't just teach it and run. Right. Your program is a start to finish for these people that go through it. It's so supportive. And I don't know because it's been a while since we talked about it, but I know that to a degree you help them find work. I mean, talk talk to us about that because it's not just here's your modules. Good luck at <laughs> all. And I think that's really important to highlight on now. Yeah. So I want to say I'm really proud of this fact about the program, but I really dislike the word proud because I think it's important to acknowledge as a business owner, you know, we can show up and do our best, but we also are a product of all the people over the years who've poured into us and all the advantages that we've had and and opportunities that we've been given. So I, I never want to be like, I'm proud of this, but but I am, I am proud of this fact of the program. So we have around a 50% completion rate for our certification within the first 90 days. We give our students a full year to certify. To put that into context, the average online certification has a 15, 15% completion rate ever. And we have a 50, 50% percent completion rate within the first 90 days. And I think that that is a result of the way that the program is structured and laid out, as well as the support that we give. So I come from a family of educators. I was a teacher before I was a lawyer. I love learning and I love teaching. And I think it's something that comes pretty naturally to me. I've been told that when I've spoken to groups and things like, wow, you're just a great teacher. And I think some people do have more of a skill set to be able to lay out complex principles in an easy to understand manner. So part of that is just the way that we've laid out the program into 10 specific modules with bite-sized lessons broken down and some of the tools that we actually invest quite a lot of money in to make it easier for students. For example, we use a tool called Searchy that makes all of our content searchable. So you literally could type into the sidebar, you know, there's a hundred plus lessons. So if we didn't have this, you might spend 20 minutes looking for that thing that you were looking for. Whereas with our program, you can type in commitment and consistency and you'll be taken to every place in the program where I've mentioned that particular buying trigger, every live call where that's been discussed. It'll pull up the video clip with the closed captions right there for you. So even if you're in a place where you can't listen to audio, you can quickly access the information. So things like that make our program really easy to use. But I think what you were hitting on is really the live support. So we have live Q&As throughout the first 90 days of the program. And we also have a cohort-specific live community throughout the first 90 days of the program where people are posting wins, 
asking questions, you know, because we serve students all over the world. So not everybody's going to be on every live call. And we have students who never come to a live call and still certify and have successful careers as a copywriter. The calls are really bonus. It's great if you can be there. But that community is where you can ask questions, get support from me and our team between calls or, you know, if you can't come to calls. And then beyond that, we also... So that cohort-specific community stays open for the first 90 days so that everybody's going through together and staying, you know, energized. And we find that our cohorts really gel. We actually tested the program in like an ongoing non-cohort basis. And we went back to cohorts because there's something about going through with a group of people at the same time Mm. that just helps hold you accountable, even if you're someone who is perfectly capable of doing it by yourself, which I'm sure your listeners are. There's just something great about going through with the group. But then we also have a section of the community that you keep access to, like basically forever. (laughs) And I hate to say forever, you know, obviously if we ever moved off the platform, then, you know, we would let people know. And that's just an extra bonus. But in that version, you know, we have served several hundred students through the certification at this point. So they're all still part of our community. People are still posting questions there. People share job opportunities and referrals there. So that allows our students a chance to stay engaged and involved beyond the life of their cohort. And another thing that we do is once you certify, you keep lifetime access to the content itself. So that lives on. And we also give you a bonus program once you finish that is geared toward business building. So we want you focused on the skills while you're in the certification. Because if you don't have the skills to actually get people results... I think it's unethical to offer your services as a copywriter. So, you know, a lot of times we'll have people come in and they're like, oh, all of these questions about the business. And I have to say, okay, pause. Mm -hmm. Until you know how to get people results, you actually have no business offering the services. So go through the certification first. Once you certify, we give you access to a whole separate business building program as a bonus that will teach you how to book your first or next premium copywriting client. Oh, and then beyond that, one of the bonuses is also a feature on our website directory page. So we have a page of my website that we maintain for you where once you certify your profile, you have your photo up there, you send us your bio, you can link your email, your website, and we don't gatekeep that or charge you an extra fee for that or take a cut if you book a job through that. We've had someone report booking a five-figure job just from being featured on our website. So, you know, Mm. a lot of people come to us for copy and I have a 10-month-old baby. So I do take done-for-you projects, but I take them very sparingly. You know, I may take six projects this year. And so... There's a lot of people who come to our website looking for copywriting who they're not going to be able to work with me, but they could certainly hire one of our certified copywriters. And we do that. We have that directory page as a benefit so that, you know, we're promoting them as well. Which I think that's not industry standard to, well, I mean, I think the whole program is not industry standard, but what I was specifically thinking about was you don't take a cut of your referrals. Yeah, that's, that's kind, of, kind of unheard of. It's kind of unheard of. <laughs> so it's funny because, you know, yes, we could totally monetize that. I mean, we send out over a hundred grand at least in referrals every year. Just this past week, I was in Cabo with one of my masterminds and have already connected two of our copywriters to an eight-figure business owner who, you know, tapped me on the shoulder and said, I need copywriters. So I've already literally just within the yesterday was sending websites, <laughs> mm. sending my clients websites. And, you know, I won't charge them anything extra to do that. He's not paying me to do that. So it's really just, I'm a connector by nature. I love people. I love being of service to people. And I'm also like an extrovert. I like talking with people. I'm in a lot of groups. I know a lot of people. So to me, it's usually pretty easy for someone to reach out. And yes, it might take me 15 minutes to brainstorm. And and for this guy who wanted referrals, like I did, I sat down and I thought, okay, this is his project. Who of the writers that I know and I trust would potentially be the right fit? And, you know, who of the people that I've trained do I think would have a voice that would be right for this project? So I am thoughtful. I'm not just, you know, willy-nilly sending them out. So it does take our time. 
And you could argue, well, we don't get a financial benefit from that. But I think we do because that goes into the goodwill that we build to the program because our clients know that, you know, we're not nickel and diming them, asking them to send us a 10% kickback. You know, we're just sharing that this is a benefit to me too, because I want to help my friends. So when my business owner friends need great copywriters and I can't do it, I want to be able to refer them to awesome people who can help them. So that is a benefit to me. Yeah. I want to shift gears for a minute, but I want to just plant something in the listener's ears because some of you may be thinking, well, I'm not a copywriter. I don't know that I could do this program. I think that I want you to think creatively. I want you to think about, I'm sure there's people here that they like to write and they do a side business or they have a daughter or they have an uncle or they have, I mean, I think if you think about all the people that you know that could really benefit. Anna is going to be running this program where she, well, we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Well, maybe we should talk about it right now and then finish up with what I'm going to call the elephant in the room. But you're about to launch this program where people could sign up and they could learn from you. So let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. So what I'm going to be doing is we're going to have the program open for enrollment. We only open one to two times a year. Last year, we only opened once publicly. We did have a second opening just for our wait list in the summer. But you know, I had the baby. So I was like, I can't handle two big cohorts. But this year, we're I don't know, we're for sure doing one. And that's going to be open February 12th through the 15th. But I want you to get a taste of what it is like to be a copywriter and what the skill set is and the opportunities that you can find when you have the skill of copy. So what I do is I teach live a three-part training series. It's called the Clickworthy Copywriter. And that's happening on February 1st, 6th, and 8th. And we keep replays up. So if you're not available on those dates, that is no sweat. We even have a pop-up Facebook group where I'm going in and responding to every comment, which is a lot. We usually have, you know, a couple thousand people who come through that training series and I'm responding to the comments and we have assignments to help you go through the training. We have giveaways. We do Amazon gift card drawings. Like it's a whole deal. Yeah. But the goal with that training series is that by the end of you either attending live or watching those three trainings, you'll have a really good idea about whether copywriting is for you. And if it is, and you like the way that I teach and you like our style, then we actually don't open the program on those live sessions, Like, but we'll email you some details about the program. And then you can read through all the information and decide if our program is right for you. But really the goal of the training series is for you to decide whether the business of copywriting Mm -hmm. is something that you want to pursue that could add value to your life. So we definitely have people who pursue it full time, like Mm -hmm. I have and build six figure, multiple six figure, half a million dollar year businesses. But we also have people like I'm thinking of one of our clients who had been a teacher for 10 years and she wanted to be able to replace her teaching income. And she was Mm -hmm. able to do that with our program and on the side, you know, so not having to give up her teaching job, but being able to replace that income, which gives her now the flexibility that if she did decide she wanted to exit education, she knows that she's not going to have to sell her home or take a standard of living cut. We have a lot of empty nest parents, you know, who's they've been in the trenches of raising kids and their kids are finally going off to college and they're like, okay, I'm ready to get back in the workforce. I know that I'm smart. I know that I'm capable. I'm driven. I want to work. You know, what's something that I can do and still have some flexibility. And that's the key thing that copywriting gives you is this very flexible. Like Mm -hmm. I just served a client this morning. I had a two hour session with a done for you client. We were reviewing their sales email sequence. Well, When I was having the baby, I quit taking one-on-one clients because I knew that I didn't have the bandwidth to be having a (laughs) C-section and writing copy. But once I was through that period, I could start taking copy clients again and earning great revenue from that. So I don't think there's a lot of jobs where you can just like, oh, I feel like working a lot this month. Let me book a Mm -hmm. lot. Or, oh, this month, I want to take a little break. Let me hold back this month. And copywriting, I've been able to turn up the dial 
when I either needed more revenue or I had more free time available and then dial back the volume of work when I wanted to. But there's always been the abundance of work there when I needed it, which is, I think, what a lot of people are looking for now is something Mm -hmm. where you're not scrounging for the work. And in fact, there's more people who need copywriters than there are copywriters available to fill that need. So I'll be posting a link in the show notes if you want to join the free training, yes. which I highly encourage you to do and then just see what you think. You might think, wow, this could be an amazing thing. So I'll put that in the show notes, but I want to, you know, the other night I was thinking about you and I, I may or may not have remembered that we were recording today. I, ca- I can't remember that, but <laughs> I got to thinking, huh, I wonder what Anna's thoughts are about AI. Yeah. I have a lot of thoughts. Let's talk about that for a minute. I have a lot of thoughts. So I'm not scared of AI at all as a writer. And it's funny because when I was talking with our ads manager, we run ads to bring people in to the series and let people know what we're doing, right? And our ads manager said, you have to address AI. And I was like, are people still talking about that? Because we addressed that a year ago. Like, I thought people had kind of dealt with this already. So we as a profession, copywriters, we were all really looking at this, exploring, talking about this January of 2023 when yeah. chat GPT, I mean, AI has been around for many yeah. years, but it kind of blew up mm-hmm. around December, 2022, January, 2023. That's when I started really researching it and looking into it. And I was like, okay, I got to learn about this because this is going to whether it's going to affect our industry, people are going to think that it's going to affect our industry. Exactly. So I've got to talk about it. Yeah. And what I found was very reassuring. And in fact, we made more revenue last year in 2023 than we've ever made. And I started my business in 2015. Wow. So our revenue did not dip at all, even elevated. And that was with me having a baby a month before my 43rd birthday. I.e., like that's not a you know that's not easy age <laughs> to be to be having a baby in an emergency C-section and you know, we still had our biggest revenue year. So AI has not diminished business owners' desire to hire copywriters. And what I want you to be aware of is just pay attention to the people who are really trying to put fear in your heart around AI and just see are they selling a course about AI. Mm. Are they selling a software that relies on AI? Chances are high that they are. (laughs) So the two biggest reasons that I'm not worried about what AI is going to do, potentially how it might shift the industry, is that right now you cannot get copyright or IGHT protection for Mm. anything that is not generated by human. That means if you're using AI to write your sales page, your emails, or heaven forbid, to create your course, which I know there are people selling Mm -hmm. courses on how to use AI to create your course, that is a terrible idea. Mm -hmm. That's I actually think that's that's unethical. I believe that's Mm -hmm. unethical. If you do that, you have no right to protect that piece of work. So copyright and I'm not giving legal advice, but this is just, you know, information education. Like if I write a song, I own the copyright. I don't have to go register it. I own it. But if I write a song and then Tracy, you hear my song and you start saying that you wrote that song and I want to sue you to protect that song, I have to register it first for copyright Mm -hmm. protection. I can't sue you for violating my copyright rights. (laughs) Can't sue you for violating my copyright if I haven't registered it. So if I had used AI to create that song, I can't register it. So you can use it and say that it's yours and I have no way to stop you. So business owners who are successful, they protect their intellectual property. Mm -hmm. You know, we have multiple trademarks in our business and I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, I wouldn't say I'm a huge business owner. You know, we've been around for 10 years, but you know, we've made several million over the years, but you know, we're not even a huge conglomerate, right? And we protect our intellectual property. Mm -hmm. So Business owners who are successful, they know like they cannot depend on AI. The other thing, which I would argue is even more important, is that most email service providers are now putting in blockers for anything that's AI generated. 
So they are starting to, if you used AI and they have ways to ascertain if something was created by AI, they will put it straight to spam. Um, They will prohibit it from delivering into that inbox. So imagine as a business owner, you spend all this time building this email list, all this money running ads to attract people to your email list, and then you can't get your emails to actually deliver into the inbox. Mm -hmm. What does that do to your revenue and your profits? It's actually, it's it's destructive. You know, it can obliterate a business. And so it's funny because I was at this mastermind and there's seven, eight, and nine figure business owners at the mastermind. And my husband and I were on the plane back from Cabo with one of the newer members. And she was saying, oh, you're a copywriter? We hired someone for our business. And it was a disaster. We found out that he was just using AI and we had to let him go. So that's the real world perspective of successful business owners. They know they can't have someone just running something through a chat tool Mm -hmm. to create messages that move their ideal audiences to action. And then, you know, those are the two main things that I think about that, you know, really reassure me AI. I mean, AI has certainly not negatively affected my business or I haven't heard any negative feedback from our clients. But beyond that, even if you were to rely on AI to create messages, which I don't recommend, Try it and see how great the messages are if you don't know how to write great copy. Yeah. (laughs) Because you have to know how to prompt the software to give you something of quality. It's like garbage in, garbage out. If Mm -hmm. you don't know how to put in Mm -hmm. the right kinds of prompts, you'll get out very generic, you know, Mm -hmm. non-moving messages. But if you have the skill of copywriting, you can actually use AI to create more volume. You can take your originally created work and start to get, you know, an additional variation on that work that's targeted to a slightly different niche. So it can certainly save you time and help you become more efficient. And we have one of our bonuses for our certification is a whole training on how to use AI to wow. elevate your copywriting packages and even charge more premium rates for them. But we would never teach someone to rely on AI. And frankly, most of the business owners I know, you know, are at seven figures or more. And none of them are relying on AI solely for their messages. None of them that I'm aware of. Yeah. Well, and as you were talking about that, it made me think about what's happening with voice. Because, you know, you can take your voice and turn it into an AI voice and Of course, people have been asking me that question, and I want to do a little bit more data collection before I give my final summary. What I'm getting so far is, one, I can tell the difference in the AI Mm -hmm. version of you and the real version of you, Mm -hmm. but I have to do a little more research on it. But I will tell you what else the data is showing me. The data is showing me that the need for a voice that connects and is authentic is the most important thing now. And I believe that AI drove that because I've been saying connection and authenticity for as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. But now all of a sudden, the data is in front of me. And it is because I have to have you evoke my feelings. I have to have you evoke my emotions. And like you're talking about in writing, that just can't happen. So for me, AI has benefited my work. And I think it's probably going to be the same thing for these copywriters. Well, people are certainly going to be willing. People pay more for things that are scarce and rare. Yeah. So if everybody's, you know, using this generic, you know, I want to say non-functional, like this generic ineffective, let's say, AI copy then your skills as a human copywriter who has the ability to really understand what your clients, ideal clients deeply desire and to put that into words that will resonate with them, your value actually elevates. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. So that's actually really exciting. So AI, not only (laughs) to not be be afraid of AI, but that's exciting in a lot of ways. I'm very excited about it, what it is doing to the need to have a voice that people can connect with and hear the authenticity, hear who you really are. 
Yes. And, you know, the pendulum swings, right? So the more mm-hmm. that people move toward automation, the more there will be that deep desire for true connection and real authenticity. I mean, how many of us have just cursed that we're on hold with an automated call center and just like pushed zero, zero, zero. Like, please get me to an operator. Please get me to a human. Like, I don't even care what language they're speaking. (laughs) I just want to have a human. You know, people want to hear from real voices. And I do think people can tell. You can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Well, I can tell when a real human is reading a script. Yes. Versus having a conversation with me. And I think that's a really good analogy is Mm -hmm. what it feels like. Yes, for years, Anna, I have said, you want to see me have to walk my talk, get me on with a automated phone line, customer service (laughs) kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's really exciting. So we've got the kickoff coming in February. Yes. The three free trainings. And we're going to give a link on that. What else do we need to talk about around this program and this opportunity What have I missed? Can you think of anything? I mean, I think we covered the gamut. I would just say, I think the thing to remember is if you like writing and you've been looking for a way that you can use your skills and develop your skills and do work that is fulfilling and meaningful, I think maybe that's the one thing we didn't really talk about a lot Mm. is that you get to, as a copywriter, you're using your words to initiate change, positive change Mm. in these people's lives that are buying these offers and services and products. The kinds of companies that I have chosen to write for, they are doing so much good in the world. Mm. They are change makers in the best sense of that word. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking of a potential client that I was just working with this morning and what they're doing for their industry mm. that is truly helpful for the people who work in that industry. And so I think that's one of the best things about copywriting is that your words, like that you're sitting in your home office after your baby goes to bed, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. writing at your computer at night can then be seen by tens of thousands of people. You know, some of my clients have had email lists of 200,000 people. And the words that I wrote are going out to all those people and they're making a positive difference. They're helping those people see an opportunity that they didn't understand or recognize before. And when those people say yes to that offer or that product or service, like their life is going to get better. And I think that's also the challenge of a copywriter, of a great copywriter, the kind of people that I want to train is that we always tell our people, it's yes, we want you to make tons of money, but we mm-hmm. also want you to be making that money working for people who are doing good in the world. So, you know, that's up to you and everybody has a different standard and definition of what that means. But, you know, there are clients I've said no to writing for because I could see, I could feel I could almost taste <laughs> that mm-hmm. they're only in it for the money and they didn't mm. really care about the customers. But then there are other clients that I've worked with that you can tell their whole heart and soul is in it to make their customers' lives better. And those are the people that I love writing for. And I think that's just a brilliant opportunity for you to enhance the good that's being done in your world, in your community. Yeah by people who maybe have a lot more influence than you do right now. Like a couple of the clients that I've written for, one of the clients I'm thinking of, she's a New York Times bestselling author. I read her book before I ever even started a business. And Mm. I remember getting the email from her team. Hey, want to write for so-and-so? And I was like, oh, do I? Do I want to write for her? Absolutely. Can I, you know, not answer this email in 10 seconds just so that they don't think I'm desperate because that's how bad I want to do it. (laughs) You know, and so you get to be a part of these missions. And I didn't have to create that mission from scratch. She spent decades creating this beautiful body of work and I got to go in and enhance it Mm -hmm. and, and make it more resonant with her audience. So I think that's really cool. That's really cool. And really fun and really collaborative. Yes. Yeah, it is a very collaborative. Like the client that I was working with this morning, we had three people from her team on the session with me and we're all going through the emails because Uh it's like the different perspectives. You know, each of them can bring a different perspective to what that organization is doing and the copy gets better because we're all participating in it. 
Yeah, that's really exciting. Okay, well, I hope a lot of my people, I hope a lot of y'all will participate in this. Think Come about on. it. Think, could we, no, go ahead. Come. Yeah, I mean, you got nothing to lose. It's a That's free it. training it's series. Free training. And listen, even if you decide you don't want to be a copywriter as a profession, the stuff that I teach you will help you in your life. It will help mm. you when you're trying to get your partner to eat at the restaurant you want them to eat at. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's a, that's valuable. <laughs> it's great training. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've heard it. It's it's jam-packed with, not over jam-packed, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so overwhelmed, but a fantastic. It's not a fluff training. It's not, Anna's not going to get you on the call and talk about herself for three hours and three days. No, it's good substance, really good training. Thank you. We're not going to dance at the beginning, like no knocks to people who do, but you know, you get on those, yeah. well, Hey, oh, yeah. let's pump it up. And I'm like, I just, I don't want to pump it up. I just want you yeah. to tell me the things I need to know. Yeah. I'm not, I don't pump it up. I don't. <laughs> I don't pump it up. <laughs> I do not. There will be no pumping up here. I pump it up, but there's to me, like, there's like a time and a place, you know, sure. when I'm in my pump it up mode, that's when I pump it up. When I'm coming yeah. to an online training, I just want you to teach me the training. Yeah. Well, you know what? The training, I pump that up. Thanks, Tracy. (laughs) Okay, so yeah, we're going to give the link. We're going to hopefully have a lot of people from the Captivate the Room world there with you, but I hope you have hundreds of thousands of people that come in and learn from you. It's such an amazing thing that you're doing. And listeners, I know I said this in the intro, but I'll say it again. I think that's good writing, isn't it, Anna? You have your opening and then you have your closing and you tie them together. Repetition is the mother of mastery. So say the important things again. So the important things again are, I don't know of another, someone as rock solid and in integrity and most incredible human as Anna Powers. And I don't know that I've ever said that on this show, but I would recommend her to anyone without question. Thank you, Tracy. That means the world to me. That means so much. Yeah. And I mean it. I mean it. All right. Well, Anna, thank you so much for being with us today. And thank I you will, for having we'll, me. Yeah. Well, we'll have you back on again. We'll have another episode now awesome. that you're a regular here on the show. And we'll talk about how the launch went and who knows what else we'll talk about. I look forward to it. All right. All right. And thank you, listeners. Always great to have you with me. Y'all have a great rest of your day wherever you are. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 